0: Are you ready? Starting now?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. well, now you just messed it up, you know. Nah. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> Fucker, fuckers better appreciate it. <clears throat>
1: What's right. the
0: title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. i just, I don't know. Something with a penis, <laughs> I guess. Right. <laughs> Our fucking faces are everywhere now, right? <laughs> you know, but you're but welcome, the ladies. <laughs> right, popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even gonna apologize because I hope hopefully, hopefully it sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really. This is this is fucking explicit now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs>
0: It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature, and that episode starts now. Hello, everyone. It's your friends at Sober, Not Mature. Just a quick note before you listen to the episode. We end up talking quite a bit more in this episode about drug and alcohol use. Also, we tell a couple of jokes regarding some celebrities uh, that have passed based on their drug or alcohol use. Even though we don't believe in triggers, we realize that certain things may affect certain people. So I guess here is your warning. If you choose to continue to listen,
1: enjoy the episode.
0: All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And this time, um, although you guys won't be hearing this until uh, the typical day on Saturday, but we are recording again on a Thursday night. So uh, once again, yeah, once again, a little bit little bit earlier. And uh, um, Mike and I were just talking, obviously, before. We're going to leave the stats um, maybe to the end if we have some time. But, or maybe not But uh, we at have all. Uh, actually a special guest. <laughs> yeah, maybe not Maybe not at all. Maybe we won't even talk about stats, but uh, we do have a guest. We're going to wrap up uh, just talk about a couple of things real quick and then bring this guest on. Uh, this is kind of a test episode for us so we can have more people on uh, you know coming down the road but we'll get to that in a minute but first of all why are we re-
2: we recording on
0: a thursday night uh, we're Mike?
2: recording on a thursday night because it is chris and i's sixth anniversary this weekend and we're going way to port clinton ohio to lay on the beach and eat food and almost pretend like we're in mexico <laughs> so who's chris again the, that girlfriend that would yours, be right? my girlfriend
0: <laughs> Six yeah. years, though. All right. So you know what? I, I won't. I won't mess around because she can. She can hear <laughs> us right now, but obviously we can't. Uh, we can't hear her because I muted her. We figured out a couple of cool things. Is that uh, we can? I can adjust volumes and all that stuff, and I can mute her. But we're just going to go ahead and bring her on right away. So. Um, Chris, you are now unmuted, so feel free to at least say hi, introduce yourself. Everyone can now um, now.
3: hi, I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the
3: the girlfriend. Girlfriend.
0: girlfriend. You're the we talked <laughs> we we've talked about you quite a bit, so hopefully uh, people feel like they know you, but um but yeah, so um and like I was saying, we had I wanted to bring somebody on. We tried to get Chris on. God, what was that yeah. two three weeks ago when we still right. had the other software, right? you know, and I mean, clearly that didn't work. We couldn't get anyone connected, but, um, you know, now that Mike and I obviously tested the, the software out last week, we figured this was another run to, um, to test it out with having a third person on, because we do, um, we can talk about this later too, but we've got, uh, gosh, probably at least three, if not four people, um, that I know for sure that we've, that we've talked to that might want to be on. But so Chris, you're the, you're the lucky one to start out with. So, um, Tell us about this whole six years with this
1: bald-ass <laughs> motherfucker, too. Well,
3: uh, we met on Tinder, and um, he's uh, probably the nicest guy I've ever dated. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Gross. Yeah,
0: yeah. he's gonna—he's vomiting like, right now, and so, so is everyone while I go else. throw up.
3: But... <laughs> you didn't let me finish. <laughs> no, <I> w-
0: <laughs> it's like, no, man. I want to hear. I want right. to hear
3: every uh-huh. word
0: of this. <laughs> go
3: ahead. I mean, I didn't. I didn't yeah, date any really nice guys before, so you know, <laughs> I didn't set the bar real high.
2: Right. Well, as I like to say, I'm not her first drunk, but I'm her first sober drunk.
3: Yes.
0: So, and and I did have a question about that, because Mike and I, and you probably heard it the last episode or two episodes ago, we were talking about, you know, bringing up sobriety, especially in dating and things like that, and, uh, you know, obviously I knew you guys met on Tinder, I wasn't thinking that he had that listed on his profile, but, so, and we talk about you a lot, you're a normie, um, although you, you know, obviously you're not, you're not one of us, but we all know that we've talked about it. You don't drink, you know, hardly at all, whatever it is. But when when you were on Tinder like that, were you were you trying to find somebody who was sober, or just this this bald ass guy came along and you're like, "Damn, this dude's hot."
3: I mean, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I I had on my profile that um that I don't drink and I don't do drugs, and that I refuse to date anybody that drinks, and um I. I'm going to be honest, I don't remember that being in his profile. I pretty much did see his picture, and my first thought was, you're probably so bad for me, but I'm going to swipe on you anyway. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: see, that that's that's kind of like me, that uh, I always say that I'm, I'm attracted to crazy women. But uh, but yeah, so you looked at him, and he thought he'd be bad for you. and yeah. Okay, nice. I like that. See, I've never heard this before. This yeah. is good.
3: But you know, on our first date, he we sat and talked really about everything, Mm -hmm. and he told me he was six years uh, six years sober at the time, and honestly, nothing really clicked or registered. I was just like, "Cool, he doesn't drink," because I'd not been with somebody that um, (laughs) you know that was in the program, so I didn't know what that meant.
0: Okay. So, and, and the other thing too, and I mean, we understand. I know that you've got people at work that listen to us that are normies. Um, I think your kids listen yes. to us, right? Okay. So, from a from a normie standpoint, I mean, um, I mean, how much? Uh, obviously, you've learned a lot. I mean, you're—I've already said this. You're you're part of our whole group, anyhow. I mean, I know myself. I don't look at you any differently than than I would anyone else of our our circle friends. But, and crackheads um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So once again, setting the bar a little bit low, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but <laughs> yeah, you're, you're one of us, you're one of us, greasy alcoholic addict people, anyhow, in my head. But, uh, so how much, you, I mean, obviously you've learned a lot, but I mean, you know, hopefully over, over the years, I mean, not obviously understand sobriety and it's been, it's been a cool, a cool ride, or maybe you wouldn't be around for six right. years, Right. <laughs>
3: no no i have like the utmost respect for people that can stay sober honestly because my whole life i've had um drunks and addicts in it so i know that it's probably not the easiest thing so i i have a lot of respect for people that can stay sober
0: yeah and you know what um I've had, and I know Mike's had the same thing. Both of us have had people say that to us. And I, I think if somebody would have said that to me when, what do you think, Michael? We were maybe a year or two sober. that would have been like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is something, you know, but it's, uh, I don't know. It becomes, it becomes more of a lifestyle. Although I did, I don't take away from the fact that what, what we do every day and I know what we have to do, but, um, I guess what, I mean, I appreciate when, when people mm-hmm. say that because it, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's taken a lot of work to, to get to where. You know where Mike and I are, and you know, twelve years is a long time. But I mean, it's it's you know not even close to what what we know. A lot of people, you know, your your twenties and your thirties and your forties, and what was Ray again? Fifty mid-fifties. Yeah, 50s? yeah, he was like as far as fifty-five years, years sober
2: or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the the dude had met sister yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> So, so real quick, do you remember the dude at uh, um at who do you know that um that led the one time and he turned down Bill Wilson as a sponsor? God, do you remember I that? don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we were weird. Who do you know? It was our it was our Friday night uh, men's meeting. It was a home group. Mm-hmm. Mike and I went to, and this is where this Ray was, and uh, Ray was a good, good, good guy. Um, and what was it, three, four years ago now yes. that he had passed? Uh, I think.
2: God, I'm trying to think. Um, it may be. God, I don't think Chris and I were together yet. Yeah. Seriously? God, man. See, everything everything to me is like six months no, ago, exactly. so I don't know. Exactly. But yeah, that's kind of how I'm, I can work the time frame up. And yeah, I don't think we were together yet. Okay. So yeah, he's been, God, he's been gone yeah. longer than I
0: thought. So it might even be that long since I've been to a meeting at Who Do You Know? Because I think, I think the last time I was there, Ray, was still alive. Oh. But yeah. Um, Imagine that, I got sidetracked for a minute, right. sorry about that. But uh, so so Ray was in this meeting along with these, a lot of old-timers in, in the meeting, and I'm talking about, again, 20s and 25s and 30 mm-hmm. years sober. And this one guy came in, um, and we heard a lot of good leads from from these guys, and they were always short, sweet, and to the point, but uh, in, at least in my opinion, we got more out of these short leads than we did from, you know, your Absolutely. normal person that would lead for, you know, 45 minutes. So this guy was talking, you know, I don't remember where it was. I mean, it had to have been. I'm, I'm assuming it was in Akron. But, I mean, uh, this this dude that was up there, again, back and forth, in and out, whatever his deal was. And then he was introduced to uh, Bill Wilson, did not know who he was at the time. But Bill's like, you know, hang out here. He goes, I'll try to help you. Typical, you know, sit down and shut up Mm -hmm. and blah blah blah. And I guess the guy just like, he's like, I'm gonna stick around. This motherfucker, man, I'm out. (laughs) So he turned down one of the founders of Alcoholics Anonymous as a sponsor. (laughs) I know. It's like, it's like, well, yeah, you really don't. It's like that's like throwing up the middle finger at this whole thing and be like, like Tony, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I could prove this ain't Mm -hmm. gonna work. But um but yeah so um so Chris and also with all the what my point I asked about the normie stuff, so any any questions that I mean since you're on here and I'm sure there's other normies that listen, um any questions or any statements or anything that, that you want to talk about in particular while we got you on? I mean we're using this as a test, but we might as well if you know pick your brain a little bit too and get some information out to normies if they want it. Um
3: I I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not used to working off the cuff like Mike and I. Come on, I was just about to take a drink of coffee and I had to talk to right. you. Come on, man.
3: <laughs> I mean, I did. Um, no, I'm just teasing. You did address before when I would asked you because um, I mean, you, you didn't say who it was, but it was my father that passed away, and he was mm-hmm. um, he drank for 50 years, and um, you know, I, it, I was just curious, you know, and like I said, you already addressed it, but you know about how do you how you guys feel does that that solidify that like you know you did the right thing because it made me not want to drink seeing my father like that
2: yeah you hear that a lot you do and and right and it kind of goes either way um and i mean it's been my experience my mom was an alcoholic and i saw her drink and i saw her you know um the horrible behavior uh towards me And, um, but it certainly didn't stop me, you know, it's, I, I have the gene, so I kind of didn't have a choice. So it could go either way. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, my dad, my dad was a great example too. I mean, my dad was uh, a raging alcoholic. And I remember back when, when we lived in, uh, in Parma. So, I mean, you're talking back when I was, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old when they Mm -hmm. were still together, Um, you know, him, him going nuts. I mean, he locked us out of the house the one time, boarded up the doors, you know, I mean, all this different stuff, him wanting to drive home from places. I witnessed all of that, you know, but you know same deal it never um well i can't even say it that that it never stopped me but you know it was i was mindful of it but it never i never thought i would be him so it's just kind of like me eh. right. <laughs> the same thing that i the the revelation that i had when i was 36 that you know that's when he got sober and i'm like yeah i'm not right. that bad you know so still you know at from you know 6 7 years old up until you know 36 i was judging you know myself against him, but never really, really realized it. So yeah, it, it could go both ways. But the the main point I know your question was as far as you know feeling like like you could have done more, and and I don't know, and it, and and I don't know if we use the word uh, you know more callous when I when we talked about it, but it's probably unfortunate. But we we've experienced so much and so many people that have died and overdosed and, you know, some have been a hell of a lot harder mm-hmm. than others, you know, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, part of it is that, uh, what's the old saying, Mike, it's like, be surprised when, don't be surprised when somebody drinks, be surprised right. when they stay sober. Is that yeah, the right way? Pretty much. You know, you know, which is, uh, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I mean the, we appreciate, and like I said before, appreciate people saying that, congratulations on what you guys are doing and all that stuff but um you know when when somebody when it's certain times like that then i sit back and i'm like well i gotta remember where i came from type of thing mm-hmm. and what i what could happen and what i could lose but on top of that too i know for me when when i hear that somebody dies it's kind of like driving past a cop on the freeway you both hands on the wheel and you sit up straight you know <laughs> and you're like um <laughs> yeah but for the grace yep, right mike exactly. you know i mean 'Cause seriously, it's it's at that point you're like, Uh oh, um, that could have been me. You know, it's just it's just one lane over. I mean, there's nothing the only thing stopping me from doing that is the you know, again you know, we we do some readings, we do some prayers, and we we talk about sobriety. It seems simple enough, but you know, it's certainly more to it than mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, like I said, I, I don't mean that the wrong way when I said calloused about it, but we get, I think, more used to it. I don't know, yeah, it, it used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a it's horrible to think about it that way, but um, I think it just happens just by nature. I mean, you're around this, right. system, you know, it's uh, it's terrible.
3: No, I I get it. It's it. it it's not the same thing, but like at work, you know, we deal with animals being euthanized. Whereas other people can look at it and just be like, "How can you do that every day?" You you just get used to it and you deal with it.
2: Right. So otherwise, it's, it's, per- 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 and, you and, know, what, and you have to. Otherwise, you go crazy.
3: Yeah, and you make jokes about it because
2: mm-hmm.
3: you just you have to. It's how you deal with it. Not that I make jokes about dead animals. Well, in- I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but well but here but here's the thing of it and i i honestly i think that's a that's a wonderful example you know um you know because i mean pets are like are like family it's it's different than you know the not the people didn't like their pets years ago but pets are treated so much differently than they than they were some years ago so you know when when a pet dies and stuff like that yeah it, it's crushing on people so um i mean the fact that you're dealing with it every day you've you have to become, you're used to it, and you've got to make a joke every once in a while just to, you know, just to, I don't know, just to keep saying it and right. nothing else, right? Right. So, you're, do you you? know what they reminded me of, Mike? Um, when Scott uh, Scott Whelan died, do you remember your
2: post on Facebook that you
0: took all the <laughs> hell about? <laughs>
1: yes. I mean, yeah. I do.
2: I do, but. It was, uh, it was, uh, what? I'm trying to, react. well, I know it was a lighter underneath a spoon, cooking dope. And, and, and it was, it, what and, was it exactly? It was, I don't know, lighting a flame in his memory or something like that. Yeah. You said, hey, let everyone
0: let's light a candle for, yeah. for Scott Wheland He just right. passed. And um, people... People, I thought. I mean, okay. Again, I have a sick mm-hmm. mind, and clearly, so does Mike. Right? Because <laughs> he he posted it, and I laughed at it. But um, people went crazy, and I remember even let I me, mean, really good oh, friends right. of ours, were just like, dude, what if this was one of our friends mm-hmm. and whatever? And and finally, it was like a couple of days later, you you just had to be like everyone it was a joke whether it was a bad joke or not i can't apologize for it but it was a Mm -hmm. joke you know and again you you admitted it was in poor taste you all this stuff but but again
2: well when robin williams died you know i I believe uh my comment was uh you know oh it turns out he was well hung yeah i
0: know (laughs) i'm awful which again again, right
1: and I think in,
2: he and would, here's the, thing. would have the joke. You know, Robin Williams would have approved of that joke. Yeah. He- <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there was there was plenty of jokes when when michael hutchins hung himself too because <laughs> considering he was he was self-pleasuring himself mm-hmm. at the time so once again how did we go how do we go from chris your dad passing away to cuddly animals being euthanized to to michael hutchins jacking off himself to death you know i mean it's just okay this is don't worry chris we weren't prepared for this either <laughs> what, what is the name of this podcast again once again sober mature. not but
3: something with a penis <laughs> <laughs> yeah something
0: with a penis that was in yep that was that was in that the reason I saved that he caught me so he had me he had me laughing so hard that time I couldn't I couldn't think straight that's why mm-hmm. when he said that I was just like couldn't even think straight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was that was fun that was a lot of fun so um any other any other questions so I mean you know from a mm-hmm. I mean, seriously anything else that that you want to talk about from a Um, Well, I mean, I
3: kind of know the answer because I do ask Mike uh, questions about stuff. But um, for example, say there's somebody at work that drinks all the time, like all the time. And Mike has said there's nothing that we can do. But I know that there's other people that feel like, you know, maybe we should get them some help. Maybe we should say something to them. And I've learned myself from the from the addicts in my life that nothing will get done until they hit rock bottom. So is it basically you just have to watch them burn themselves out or can you suggest maybe you should get some help? Well, I mean,
0: in my opinion, it it depends on it. I think it depends on the person. If I had a, a family member or a close friend that was, you know, ripping themselves up all the time and i might say you know dude are you okay is there anything else i can help you with i don't know that i would say you know hey you want to i got a seat for you over here you want to join me you know type of thing but um you know I, I i might offer help just from the same thing if i if i saw somebody continually you know smashing themselves in the head with a hammer you know i would i might try to mention something to somebody um but if it was now. Our mindset as far as Mike and I from people who have, have been sober and especially in, in Alcoholics Anonymous, if somebody slips, it's up to them. You know, they they have to make that decision to um talk to somebody, tell somebody get the help. Again, we could reach out, we can do all those different things, but you know, that the person's gotta make that, you know, make that choice. And and Mike and I, you know, have have talked about this endlessly, but you know, with he and I, if if I drank for instance, Clearly what would happen is, you know, Kathy would call, mm-hmm. or I'm going to call him right away. Right. I know they would. And and I th- I think Mike would probably reach out to me with some uh, some mm-hmm. unkind <laughs> words. You motherfucker, right. what are you doing? And we got another story about that that reminded me of something else. Um, yeah. But at that point, if I was like, dude, I got this, he'd be yeah. like,
1: fine. Right. Do what
0: you got to do, man. Now, that would be, and, and I know I could say this without even asking him because i it'd be the same way it'd be the hardest phone call mm-hmm. that he had to make and hardest thing he'd have to do is hang up that phone and walk right. away from it me included if it if it happened to me um but we that that would be the way that it is but the reason i know how he'd react so <laughs> was i i don't know if i was back in wisconsin yet i don't even think i was but either way um mike gets a call from mm-hmm. from our mom and uh, just she had never called him before and this was you, don't, you didn't know her more than, what, maybe a yeah, year at that like point? That. I don't know, yeah. a couple years, year yeah, a couple right. years
2: maybe. Let's split the difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. well well enough, but where she sure. had your phone number at least. <laughs> so he's working, he's driving, he gets a phone call, miss call, and you tell this part of the story. So you get a missed mm-hmm. call from mom, and you had a voicemail message. So you're you're going to listen to the voicemail message, and you can go ahead and explain what the story was, because I laughed my ass you know, a afterwards. Even, I
2: don't but remember go ahead why she called me I really don't do you have do you remember (laughs) but do you remember oh oh, I know why she
0: called she had
1: cookies
2: (laughs)
0: that she she had those oatmeal oatmeal cookies that that we all love
2: oh my god those are so good but anyway um okay yeah but you know I'm I'm like oh shit you know yeah my first thought was because why wouldn't it be Bill's fucking up they need some help they you know right whatever and, and um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I was going to call you and say, you know, you, um, yeah, Derek was probably, what, about 10 or 11 at the time, something like that. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And I said, you need to go find Derek and, you know, punch him in the head as hard as you can and then drive your car into a fucking abutment, man, and be done with it. Save us all the trouble.
1: Yeah, and that's my, that's great,
2: folks. That's my so- fucking reaction.
1: Yeah, <laughs> go find your coat
2: as hard this, as you can, as quickly as you can, get it fucking over with, and then go off yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Truth is, the reason I laugh it so hard is because this is uh, is cursed by Azure Water <laughs> <again>. <laughs> It's it's not only a true story, but. Derek was in uh oh shit, was Derek was Las in Las yeah, Vegas at the time that. with um Yeah, he was in Las Vegas at the time with um uh my stepson and his my stepson's dad. Um, so he told me he was gonna tell me to drive my ass out to Las nope. Vegas, punch punch my son and then drive my car my <laughs> <laughs>
1: caring,
2: compassionate way, folks. He knew fucking enough at that point. And he knew what he was doing and just fucking get it over oh. with, you know? And I would hope that he would do that to me. I would hope he would do that to me because, you know, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Stop doing this thing. All I'm going to do is cause chaos and, and, and pain to everyone around oh. me. So just do it really quick, really fast, and get it the fuck over with. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yes, I mean that's the. Uh, but this is what we're, uh, and
0: this is going to sound weird. But this is the. That's a. That's a true indication. This was when Mike and I had only known mm-hmm. each other a few years. Um, and our, of course, our relationship has grown deeper. So I don't know what he would suggest It'll now go. besides it's death. That- <laughs> um, but, but lighting myself on yeah.
1: fire first, right, whatever.
2: <laughs> Sticking a grenade
0: up yeah, my whatever. ass. I don't know. There's something left
1: for me to go
2: piss on. I'm fine. <laughs>
0: right because that well that, but that's the thing is that uh um th- again the reason i laugh so hard is because i just i thought about that we were talking about um but man i could not stop laughing at the time he told me that too because it, again the two of us we we jumped to these, these mm-hmm. conclusions but but again why wouldn't why wouldn't we because that's that's what we were that explains kind of that other question chris is that you know how much we're we're just so um so used to this shit you know um but um but the other thing, so yeah, we were, that's why I told Mike, uh, we were talking one time and I don't even remember if we were around family the first time we brought it up, but I, I told him, I said, I said, just so you know, I said, if you ever, if you ever drink again and you drink yourself to death, I said, I'll wait till the family clears, but I'm pissing mm-hmm. on your grave. I said, just so you know, and he said, he goes, that's okay. He goes, cause if you do that, <laughs> but didn't you say you were going to, you were going to take my ashes, throw them in the dumpster at the Keating Center and then take that's a dump just, on them? <laughs> <I said that. laughs> <laughs> so but but if it is if we dry if we die sober, you know, God mm-hmm. in from some some you know real ail, right. real ailment <laughs> um uh then we're gonna treat each other properly. Mm-hmm. And I oh that's what I told him too. I said I'm gonna take half his I'm gonna take half his ashes and burn him into an airplane <laughs> album <ailment> too. So <laughs>
1: Oh Jesus. God man, that was funny. Oof. And that
2: true, folks, uh, because I yeah. fucking hate Eric Clapton. He's a hack. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's why there was a that was a thing that came up on Facebook the one time where there was uh yeah, you can get your ashes basically morphed into an album and I that's why I told Mike, I'm said behavior, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have him put into an mm-hmm. Eric Clapton album and you can spend eternity inside of Eric <laughs> Clapton. Another reason, another
2: reason to stay sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's thinking about drinking, but he's Eric like, who "Can't, can't do that, can't man! Do I'll that. be stuck inside Eric Clapton for the rest of eternity."
3: Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But whew.
2: <laughs> boy,
0: I, I think I'm, I think I'm better now. But my God, I haven't laughed that hard since since that last time. <laughs> nope.
2: All right, all right. Oh, God, Bad taste funny. jokes. What's the difference between a bag of cocaine and an eight-year-old or a four-year-old boy? Oh. Or, Eric Clapton wouldn't let a wouldn't let a bag of cocaine fall out a window. (laughs) (laughs) So we mixed Eric Clapton,
0: cocaine, and his dead son. Thank you. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Now let's. Okay, maybe we should do stats. Our followers (laughs) were
1: (laughs) past tense.
0: Yes, yes. yes, Yeah, were okay. So everyone who just dropped off then they won't be part of the (laughs) part of the next episode. Oh, okay. So, um, all right. So let's uh, back back to Chris. We <laughs> still have uh, we still have Mike's better half on the on the, uh, on the line better, here. Because so. <laughs> it
2: couldn't be any worse than this,
0: right? Mm. Right. So, um, and I think that at some point, and I, I want to obviously give you a chance. I mean, if you have any other questions, but um, part of our little testing here is I want like if we ever have somebody on and they do, you know, obviously want to want to drop off early. Um, I want to see and make sure that that happens cleanly without messing anything up. So I'm not meaning to at some point kick you off, but maybe we will, you know, just because, uh, you know, it'll give it'll it'll be part of our full testing is the only is the only reason. Because I quite honestly, we've been talking for like a half hour now and I'm enjoying Mm -hmm. the hell out of this. So (laughs) you could you could say all you want. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So it's up to you. What other questions do you have for for these two sick Um, minds?
3: As far as dating goes. Because I mean I know uh, Mike had said on his profile that he was
0: is he is he still allowed to no. date? you? no, That's no, what
3: no. We're
0: at? No. <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, I it was way cool. I mean, <laughs> i tired for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, wow, he, he just sat right. up. He's like, wait, what?
3: Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, is it better to date a normie? Or is it better to date somebody in the program because somebody in the program obviously knows what you're going through, um, what's involved, and a normie really doesn't.
0: So, um, and yeah, I guess maybe I could speak, speak on that this because I had... <laughs> um, Yeah, it sounds right, sound like don't, a whore, I don't want to hear yeah, him
3: so... say, well, I would rather be dating someone in the program. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: Well, well, but but here's the thing on, on your end, and in part of what I was just going to say is that you're as close to being one of us as I think anyone right. can get. You know, so, so I'm that, very that's, lucky in that respect. That's an, I'm just going to say that. Oh, no, oh, yeah. huge. Thanks. So I and I've. And I have, um, I've gone out and hung out with and, and dated people that have been um, sober, and I've dated people that have uh, not been not been sober, but don't drink a lot. And that's that's usually been my criteria. I have not um, spent any amount of time with anyone who drinks like a a quote unquote normal person would, you know, because I don't I don't know that I could handle that. So that that would be that probably number one. But the the people that I've it the problem with dating somebody in, in sobriety is there's always that opportunity for, for relapse. And I think anyone could look at it on both, on both sides of it. Doesn't matter that we got 12 years or somebody's got two or whatever the deal is. There's always that, Mm -hmm. that fear, you know, so that's been, that's been my experience. Not that it's been in the back of my mind, but I've had, there's been two individuals that I've spent time with that have drank while I've been spending time with them, you know? So, um, it's the same type of thing as Mike and I were just talking about is that I had to, the one I had just had to make the conversation and just say, Hey, um, I'm here to help, but if you don't want to help, I got to walk away. And I, and I did, and I walked away now that individual and I over time, um, you know, became friends again. And, um, she's, she's very dear to my heart and we're, we're still friends to this day, but that was by far one of the, one of the hardest things I ever had to do, you know? So that's the, that's the tough part. Um, but um, you know, dating somebody who doesn't who doesn't drink a lot, they're uh, people that I've hung out with that, that don't drink a lot are are very curious and want to ask questions and usually very supportive. And a lot of times they are individuals that, you know, maybe you're in situations where they're like, they don't want to hang out with a bunch of people drinking all the time. They'd rather hang out with somebody who doesn't drink, you know, so they're not to worry about, <laughs> is this person going to get loaded up and leave mm-hmm. me <laughs> someplace or or things like that? So that's been the other part of the experience. But the thing of it is, is that you know, and, and Mike just said it, and I and I agree with him. Um, you know that I I think he's he's been very is very fortunate. You know, with with you and the fact that not only you and what you guys have, in my opinion, but also how well you have. Uh, I'll just say blended with mm-hmm. all of us. You know, and you're just part of everything. You know, nobody. It, I don't think anyone looks at you the fact that oh yeah, by the <laughs> way, she's a normie, I and mean, we 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 say it but you're part of events you're part of groups you're part of all those sort of things so i just don't think it um uh, it's a it's a very fortunate situation you're that I don't know. You're the, almost like the anomaly, I think when Mm -hmm. it comes to, you know, to people that the, the normie drinker, because if, if I was dating somebody that, that drank, um, you know, then you never know until you get to know the person, different story. But, um, I think there'd be risks more on the, on the drinking side of things than on the sobriety side, but there's risks on both sides. So, all right, Does
2: does that answer your question?
3: Yeah, I mean like
2: <laughs> uh, pers- I thought we lost
3: her for no, a minute or blew her mind no, or something like that. We for Mike, I don't um like for example when we go to my son's to Donnie's
1: mm-hmm.
3: and he has wine. I mean, I know you've told me it's okay, but I just feel like like my first husband was is an alcoholic and I could not stand the smell of alcohol on his breath. So that's why when Donnie will hand me a glass of wine, I just like look at him cuz I'm just like I don't want you to have to kiss me with that that smell <laughs> in my breath. So a lot of right. times I don't out of respect, but you you as you're well aware, it takes half a glass of wine and I'm freaking drunk. So
1: <laughs>
3: and then I just get the giggles. That's that's me right. being drunk.
1: Cheap
2: date. <laughs> right. Yeah, and um you know, we mentioned we go to Mexico every year and um I think, was it last? I think it was last year, maybe yeah, the year before. Yeah, it was last um, year. Was it last, yeah, okay. So we, we get, um, you know, we get um, uh, what the hell out um, of Virgin pina some, coladas. There you go. That was I couldn't think of the drink. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. And we, we give virgin pina coladas quite often. And we were out to dinner and Chris ordered one and they brought it to the table and it was not virgin. Oh um, it was fun. so she said she took a sip of it and she cocked her head and went, Hmm, I am not too sure about this And of course I said, Well here, let me see it. And I was like, No, I was
1: like, said,
2: I'm going to smell it.
1: And I, and I went, Yep,
2: it's 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 loaded. And she she had it with dinner, and it was fine. And she got a little giggly, and it was you know it was cute. <laughs> I you know it doesn't bother me. It truly doesn't, um, because I know that she is a normie and she doesn't have a problem. And if she wants to have a drink occasionally. I don't care. What the hell do I care? You know it's um, you know I've got I've got a couple normie friends who smoke pot you know and they'll do it around me and it's like fine they can i can't it's it's okay i'm not gonna tell anyone they can't drink around me i'm gonna tell that's you know somebody's loading up some heroin by me i'll probably walk away but um (laughs) (laughs) just just because i'm right gonna try to steal my wallet at some point (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah you know it doesn't bother me it it truly doesn't to this day you know We go to family stuff, you know, Kathy and mom and whatever, they have glass of wine, uh, you know, the kids are old enough now, they'll have a beer around us and stuff, it's, I don't give a shit, I really don't, they can, I can't, it's it's not their problem, it's my problem, I'm not going to impose my problem on them, that's why I work the program, so I'm not imposing my problem on other people. Well, and, and that's one of the things
1: we
0: talked about a couple episodes uh, ago with that is that the, and, and you and I were are very clear that, uh, or were very clear about that, that, I mean, we're not militant again uh, in any way, shape or form against, we're not right. anti-alcohol. You know, we realize that, that we're <laughs> we're, mm-hmm. we're the problem, you know, other people drinking right. is not the problem in the same thing. And I, and I mentioned, you know, my, my son, for instance, and um, even my niece and mm-hmm. her, you know, her boyfriend, I mean, they've had, they've had drinks around me since right. I've been here. You know, and it doesn't—it doesn't bother me. I want to make sure they're safe. I mean, they're not out running That's around right. the neighborhood, you know, loaded up and you know, in a car. But, um, but I think because of that, and you know, uh, my my son will talk openly, my niece will talk mm-hmm. openly. Family members aren't are weird about it anymore. And I know they, sure. they were to begin with. You know, whether it was my my daughter or you know our mom or aunts well, and uncles and all that
2: stuff. It's the they were little that, It's the fear that were we've little, instilled in them. Over the years, right? right. Yeah, it, <laughs> they don't want us going back. Yeah, and it was that,
0: and it was that, <laughs> and it, yeah. It's that it's you know that, and they were mm-hmm. hesitant. But I mean, now nobody nobody has an issue because, and I think part of that is because we haven't made right. it an issue, you know. And but I know that uh, in Kathy and her husband at the time, um, Mark, when when our dad came up here after they, I forget what house they were in. He came up and he was helping him helping Mark mm-hmm. do some stuff, and um that he had stayed overnight at their house and and Kathy had said that anytime that, that he was around, she wouldn't drink Mm -hmm. around him. Now he, I don't remember, well, he was, I do remember him. He'd make comments, not about Mm -hmm. her, you know, or anything like that, but about sometimes about other people, you know, and he was probably, I wouldn't even say probably, he was certainly more anti alcohol in general than, (laughs) um, you know, than a lot of people, you know, and certainly Mm -hmm. than us, you know, but uh, my, I know that, Kathy and you know her husband, they did it out of respect, just didn't drink around him. I never would have thought of, of drinking in front of my right. dad. Never. You know, but it's just the the way that he was. However, I'm I'm glad that, you know, like that my son is not uncomfortable mm-hmm. doing that. Um, you know, or that, you know, again, Kylie and her boyfriend and anyone else. I, I don't want people to be right. uncomfortable. But back to your point, Chris, is that I've only kissed one person. Um, after they've been drinking, and it was the one I was talking about. It was inadvertent mm-hmm. <laughs> because I I kissed her, and I'm just like, hmm, mm, <laughs> I uh, I feel like I. Inch-. We were both drinking like Snapple or something like that, and it was like a peach Snapple. So first thing that popped into my head, and I'm like, did that taste like peach snaps? <laughs> Is it my Snapple? And I mean seriously, I was, and I I called Mike. Yeah, I do. You remember that, Mike? I called you as soon as I left there because it freaked me the fuck out. You know, because I'm like I maybe I'm wrong. And he's like, right. you're not wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, but what if I am? And he's like, ah, fuck, you know, right. better than that. You know, right. you're not wrong. I'm like, God, but I'm like, I can't wrap my head around mm-hmm. this, you know? Um, cause I couldn't, it was a, but, but again, that was one of those firsts. So if, if I knew somebody was drinking, then I would have that choice. Right. You know, do I, do I kiss the person? Do I not? I wouldn't want the person to be uncomfortable. Like, like Mike just, that story mm-hmm. you guys just told, if I was with somebody and they had a drinker you know, a drink a couple of times a year right. or something like that. I wouldn't right. care. I don't think I'd care. I couldn't handle with a daily. I couldn't handle a daily no. drinker. And that's Mike and I were. You were just talking about that. You know, a couple episodes ago. That you know, what what do I want? A female <laughs> me? I don't oh. want that. You know,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, some some drunken drunken version, female version of me. I'm like, I I would annoy mm-hmm. me. You know, if there was a person like me, I'd I would get. That's why I don't. Probably, well, I don't go to bars because I don't go to bars. But I don't think I could hang around bars just for, for that reason. I think I would get highly annoyed after a while, you know, I, but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. It's a, it, I think there's, there's challenges dating in general, in my opinion is challenging enough. Uh, but when you add trying to date sober, it, it adds a different challenge, you know, but, um, I don't know. It's, I've, the choices that I've made is to, to hang around or be with people that either don't drink at all or drink very little, um, but anything beyond that I think would be I don't know it'd be dangerous. I just don't know that I could it handle wouldn't it. Be you any know, fun. Mentally I don't think I could
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> not you know, at this yeah. point in my life I'm not wasting my time trying to make something work that clearly isn't going to in the long run. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, and I've had—I
0: uh, mean, over over the years with dating apps and stuff like that—and and and again, Mike and I had talked about this—that you know, I've had people be completely open and honest with me. That you know, when I tell them that that I'm sober, they're like, "Hey, you know, seriously, appreciate what you're doing. Uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, you know, I, I know it takes a lot of work, whatever it is, but I don't—I don't drink a lot, but I do like mm-hmm. to do this, or um, I just don't think we would fit because I do like to go out to bars and right. dance and whatever. And um, you know, if you're not into that. And I've had other people say to me, I think two people, one for sure, um, said they had dated somebody who was sober and the person relapsed and they, they didn't want to date somebody sober anymore. And yeah. I'm like, that's cool. And I mean, this this would have been probably three, four years ago. So, I mean, I was in the, it's that first thing in my head. I'm like, fuck, man, I've been, you know, at that time, figure, if, you know, fuck, man, I've been sober for eight fucking years. Right. Really? But then I think about it. I'm yeah. like, yeah,
1: it's, mm-hmm. I get it.
0: You know somebody's been hurt before. um You know that. Uh, right. Who knows? You know there's there's always that risk exactly. on our end. You know. Again, so I get why it. waste your time?
3: Well, I mean, oh, you know, right? I, you were the first.
0: Oh wait, Chris, you're still here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, wow. I, I, I forgot you. Forgot you were here. I was getting all wow. mouthy for a minute. Sorry about it that. Go ahead. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. there we go. A minute.
3: <laughs> um, you no, know, Mike is the first uh, sober person I've ever dated. So even when I was on the dating app and someone would be like, I don't drink, but, um, you know, I smoke pot. Well, life has taught me (laughs) that the last person I was with that said they just smoked pot turned into a a meth addict. So that is why when (laughs) I said no drinking, no drugs. So when he said he was sober, like I said, I didn't know what all that entailed. I just knew that he didn't drink and he (laughs) didn't do drugs. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And right. anymore <laughs> but it never even <laughs> it
1: awesome.
3: the thought never even occurred <laughs> that um a relapse was a thing right um i i didn't even think about that and <clears throat> you know my mom you know how much she she loves mike and all um mm-hmm. <laughs> pointed that out she's like well what if he what if he starts again mm-hmm. and i was like i don't know i i didn't think about it That'll just like if that happens, then we'll we'll deal with it then. But you know, go yeah. by your 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 right. thought one day at a time. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah. She she was so leery about. Well, she still is.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen me, kids?
0: <laughs> well, and and you know what? It's and you said you know you you had never thought about it. It could still be. It can still be a thing i mean again 12 years is 12 years you know and I'm, we're talking for both of us but it doesn't mean anything you know one of us whatever weird thing happens and you know somebody actually i don't know gets a case of the buckets and then decides it, it can happen but um i don't know i mean it's i suppose
2: it could always be in the back of somebody's right oh us, yeah right? And, as well it should be but um i like to think you know um that she's around me enough and she sees that I do the work on a daily basis. You know, the little things that, you know, we've talked about, you know, making your bed every day. Uh, we were just having a conversation about that the other <laughs> night. Because <laughs> generally on Sundays, um, you know, she doesn't work every Sunday. And even when she does, she leaves after me or around the same time. Anyway, um, you know, I get up and I'm getting doing my stuff and whatever and she will generally make the bed on Sunday when she's here and um I was like you know I said yeah I appreciate it I thanked her you know I said yeah you know because if I come home and and the bed's not made you know (laughs) I'm I'm going to the liquor store I'm going to score some heroin
1: man
3: (laughs) and it'll all be my fault
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know yeah but she sees me do the work she knows You know, I would hope that if there's a change in my behavior, if I'm starting to act differently and all that stuff that we do, because, you know, we're not that good at hiding it, even though we think we are, um, you know, then she would know. But she sees that I'm being consistent and and doing things the same way every day. And, um, you know, so hopefully by doing that, by being that example, by living my life the way i'm supposed to live it she sees me doing that and she doesn't have to worry hopefully
3: no no
0: <laughs> i mean and that, that that's the point mm-hmm. right i mean gaining that uh that's that daily you know that daily amends and and all those sort of things although you don't you know Obviously, you didn't know her prior, but I mean, we we live that way to try to, you know, again, be be that better person Mm -hmm. every day. And that's the same thing. I mean, I would hope that even when, you know, you figure when when I was in Wisconsin, I was on my own and stuff like that. But, um, you know, away from all you guys and main family, but, you know, be one of those things where I would hope that if anyone hadn't heard from me or thought I was being squirrely or had an attitude or whatever that, you know, at that point they, they could call Dawn, they could call Derek, you know, um, any of those people would be, you know, easily Mm -hmm. check on me, you know, or, or, you know, I, I, I was around them enough. You know, I think again, like you said, hopefully my, my son would, won't know. And, you know, my ex-wife would know, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it's part of uh, everything, everything that we do. And, um, you know, yeah, we hope that we're we're setting the right example, so people that. But that's the point, right? People shouldn't. We try to try to make it so people don't have right. to worry about us. Remain today. accountable.
3: Well, I I do say right. you're the responsible one out of the two of us. So you know,
2: which is frightening.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that
2: wow,
0: that is kind of is yeah, he's the responsible Wait, one. Wait, what's your uh, yeah? What um? What percentage is your phone right now, Chris? Ninety nine. No, oh oh, yeah, that's wow. a that's a switch, right? <laughs> we were just Mike and I were having a fun conversation about that. Wasn't that? Weird? Oh yeah, it had to. been we were up going yeah. up to Green Bay because, uh, yeah, I don't know what came up. And we've we've talked about that before with you. I mean, Chris, I knew that about your normally you let your oh, phone run you down mean to that. what two percent? Oh,
3: my charge?
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
3: no, it's like at twelve <laughs> percent. Thank
0: you. Oh, okay. So there, there's the Chris that we know. Oh, so you were, yeah, you were looking at the at the upload yeah. percentage. No, that's good. That's good. That that's at ninety nine percent because that see that's being done for you. So that's that right. Should be yeah. At 99%, no, my phone's but... at like twelve
3: <laughs> percent.
1: There
0: it is. Yeah. There it is. There's because it seriously it threw me. I was about to make fun of you and make a point. No, and I'm just like, oh well, okay. Out. I got nothing.
3: No, I do have three quarters of a tank of gas only because Mike filled it up for me the other day. (laughs) Otherwise, I'd be below E.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you run, you run your tank to empty, you run your phone to empty. I like to live life on the edge. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. What once again that go that goes back to the reason you swiped on Mike. He's probably gonna That's be exactly bad for me. That's exactly what I but. said. I said,
3: "Oh, you're so bad for me. I'm gonna swipe on you."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you're probably disappointed because he's actually a decent guy. You're like, damn. Uh, you're to too be nice. honest,
3: I ghosted him <laughs> because he was really nice, and I was just like, well, I don't know, I don't know about this guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. She did. She, uh, yeah. It was uh, what about a month or so. Right yeah. around there. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept trying.
3: He didn't yep. give up, but I still to this day go, Why didn't you give up on me?
2: Mm-hmm. Cause I uh, I knew. You know, I knew that there was something there that was worth working for. Imagine that.
1: Huh.
0: <laughs> That's one of the nicest things you've ever said. I'm glad that was on, that was actually recorded. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've said it before. <laughs>
0: I know, but um, you know, and, and I knew about the ghosting part. And when we talked about uh, Chris a couple of times, and actually when Chris, when you talked about the when you started off this conversation, I wasn't going to bring it up. I'm glad one of you guys finally brought that up. I mm-hmm. remember that that whole ghosting thing, and I was just like, because I I remember you telling me about that. I'm like, damn, really? Because you told me the Tinder thing and you swiped. I'm like, damn, you actually met somebody decent on Tinder, and you're like, but yeah, now she ghosted <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, man, what the what the hell, man? Uh-huh. What the hell?
3: <laughs> so yeah, I, I knew about that. There was something
2: good there. I worked for it. Six years later, <laughs> I have it in my life. So you know what? Yeah, do the work. Yeah.
3: And he did. And I do. I remember I messaged you and said that. Um, you know what? Honestly, I'm I'm sorry. You you actually have been the nicest guy to me, and um, uh, I think I want to I want to give this a try because. Mm-hmm nobody's been so nice and you've been nothing but a gentleman to me. So, and I appreciated that.
0: Nice. Well, with, with us, he came, we invited <laughs> him for Easter. We fed him and he never fucking went away, yeah. man. And that was, <laughs> that was, a that was 11 they and a half years and ago. I keep
2: showing back <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that was always the joke for a while because, uh, yeah, shit. That was the, that was the first Easter. Mm-hmm. It had to have been. Yeah. Cause Larry oh, was yeah. still alive. Um, but yeah, we did the uh, we did the Easter breakfast with you. You came down to yep. came down to mom's, and I remember too. You uh, you you came with a plant, and you had a tie <laughs> on, <laughs> which I saw you. Yeah, it comes down. It was he was dressed in you know bl- still black. I think you had a like a red tie or something with uh, red in it. But yeah, you actually you actually looked nice. I was just you showed up at the door like yep. fuck man, <laughs> with a, and mm-hmm. with a plant. But um, but yeah, that was a joke for a while. That yeah, we fed him and he never <laughs> went away because then uh, I was like yeah we just started to have to call him yep. family now, you know. Uh, yep, he's uh, that's yep. our brother now. Yeah. <laughs> but um so yeah, so what other what are the questions? Chris? Um
3: Wow. Well, yeah, just okay, tell us so stuff. well, from someone I'm an ex-smoker. I smoked for what, 30 years and I been I have not smoked in 10 years. So mm. when I see people smoke on TV, I want to smoke. I don't, you know, obviously mm-hmm. pick up. But so if you see somebody drinking in a movie or shooting up in a movie or anything like mm-hmm. that, does that make you think about that? Does that like something like, not that you would go and do it, but does that thought cross your mind?
0: Yep. Every time. Absolutely. Yep. I was just, um, I'm rewatching the, uh, the Sopranos. And first of all, I mean, if, if any, Mike, I, Mike, I know you've never right. watched it, but there's a lot of, uh, the episodes that are in, um, mm-hmm. a strip club. Cause one of them owns a strip club. That's one of their, that's like one of their meeting places. So, I mean, not only there's dancers in there to mm-hmm. imagine that, but, uh, they're, they're always drinking. And the episode that I was watching, um, just last night, Tony had, uh, had a a glass of whiskey and he was walking around the office area at the strip club and i mean i notice it every single time mike and i were talking about that too though people on tv and in movies like some dude walks into a bar and he meets somebody else and they have whatever conversation he ordered a beer had one drink and he walks away and what i focus on is the fact that he left his fucking Mm -hmm. beer (laughs) and i'm like
1: what why would you
0: do that um but and sometimes it uh, – I I can even uh, when I see that I can I, I can actually taste what the person is mm. drinking. Um, so to this day, I mean, yeah, every, every single time. Oh, absolutely. Time. I mean, yeah. you
2: too, might. There's a there's a <laughs> political ad here in Ohio um, now. One of the candidates is supposed to. He was supposed to give money to uh, a drug rehab. Program thing, opiate, opioid addiction, whatever, blah blah blah, and didn't. According to this ad, I don't give a fuck either way. But there, uh, there's a graphic, a very boring black and white line drawing graphic of a syringe, and and they show the plunger go down. That I looked at and went, hmm, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Not actually somebody shooting up just a goddamn line drawing black and white syringe with the plunger going down and and went, Yep, I remember that. That means it's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Little, nothing. Right. Uh, yeah, it happens all the time. You know.
3: Did did I ever tell you that I played well, in, a heroin addict in a commercial?
2: Yeah. Really? yeah you told a eh, long time ago you told me i don't remember the specifics yeah well well guess
0: what i never heard it and anyone right. else that's listening ever heard it so <laughs> yeah. you tell the story
3: um i have a friend <laughs> that uh makes videos and i used to let him use my um my spa that i used to have um to shoot videos in and stuff and before i had tore it tore it apart to build the spa Um, it was just an old office building. So he was shooting a, um, a commercial for Naloxone. I think so. Whatever it is that they give, uh, if you overdose on heroin, they give you that. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, it was a, like a public service announcement to, to get that, to help a heroin addict that has overdosed. So I was the heroin addict in the <laughs> in the commercial of all people. So then um, you see me with the needle, and um, it looks like I'm shooting up, and then I drop it and kind of like slump over. And the next you see me in the ambulance, and the the um, ambulance driver's asking me what did I take, and I look at him with my eyes half closed and said nothing. I'm just really tired. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah, the classic line.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it sounds like me telling the, the doctor after detox that I was only drinking like 3 to 5 <laughs> beers a day. <laughs> and I and I walked into detox with a 0. 0.44 blood alcohol yep. level. Yeah, right, right, buddy. <laughs> but uh, no, I never heard yep. that. That's kind of fun.
3: And it's funny because I um have just been around so many addicts all my life that I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just going to go with this. And, um, <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but that is the the funny part. Mike and I were just talking about this, uh, I think on our, on our drive too, that, um, yeah, cause it was two things that we had talked about that there were stories and I'm like, I'm not telling these, I'm saving them for the podcast. Cause my joke with him was, is that, you know, he, he doesn't have to hear stories twice anymore. I'm just any new stories I'm just going to tell mm-hmm. on here. But, um, I mean, all the, I would say 90% of the stories that he and I have talked about on here, um, both of us have heard from the other person's story, right. but <laughs> nobody else has. That's why a couple of times that we first started doing this, I am like, Mike, did I tell you <laughs> about this? You're like, I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> then I think I'm like, well. Well, fuck it. You're not the only right. one listening, so <laughs> it's got to be. But it, there's been a couple of things when you're like, well, shit, you didn't even remember your own story about your job, about who gave the number to Wes. So, right. I mean, you've <laughs> you've been you've been surprised by your own stories.
2: <laughs> That'll happen when you burn brain cells out for, you know, decades.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. And they just they
0: just fade over the time in sobriety. You're like, wait a second, where was that one? I needed that one. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the thing with it is with watching, you know, stuff like that on TV, at least in my opinion, is that, um, I don't know, I mean, it's, do you remember, Mike, we were in the, we were still in the Keating Center, um, and there was, I forget what movie the guys were watching, somebody put some movie was a drug movie or high high alcohol content mm-hmm. abuse use movie out in the out in the um uh, whatever you call it the eating area right. the keating center and marty came walking out and pulled the movie just like no you guys are not <laughs> watching that now that i understand you're talking guys that are you know a couple of days to right. a couple of weeks maybe 30 days sober they don't need to be necessarily watching mm-hmm. um i don't know pulp fiction right, or maybe <laughs> or, <laughs> you know <laughs> train spotting yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially trade spotting. <laughs> that might that might be the worst one to watch, or leaving Las Vegas one. or something. You know. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, let's let's all sit down in in the sober living facility and watch Nicolas Cage right. drink himself to death yeah. with a hooker.
2: <laughs> Barfly, another good one. Good times. Barfly. What is? Yeah, oh, yeah. bro, my friends. <laughs>
0: But the, but the whole point is that, uh, I mean, the we've heard, and Mike and I have talked about this before, too, is that I, I've heard so many people over the years that have either short amounts of sobriety or, I mean, really long you know amounts of sobriety that say that they never think about alcohol, watching it on TV, they don't even notice it. I don't, again, it, if that's their deal, that's their deal. I don't, I don't, I don't understand believe it. it. I don't understand it. Yeah, and I was I was trying to be short of saying I don't believe no, it. I just it, did nothing I else. I, I
2: I don't believe it. You're a goddamn liar.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, I, it doesn't make it it, it, it doesn't seem, yeah, that doesn't seem real. It right. seems
2: like, no, I don't, yeah, yeah right. no We've we spent the majority of our life obsessed, and all of a sudden we don't think about it at all. That's nah, bullshit. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah, and I mean, that actually, it, it worries me when people, not mm-hmm. worries me, but well, I, I get this mild concern. Because they're not being totally honest. You know. And I, I heard somewhere, we're supposed to be honest.
1: Yeah, I, I heard bad. that
0: too. Probably. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it's, I, again, yeah, just, I don't see, I don't see it. Yeah, it doesn't, it's bullshit. That's, yeah, let's call it let's bullshit. Let's call it that. But no, I mean it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. That's what Mike and I were talking about that too. That people, there's, you know, a lot of people that are all up in arms about you know the advertising with alcohol and stuff mm. like that. I mean, I I don't, I don't care. You know, it's a, it's a business. I mean, I get it. Um, you know, there's got to be a, a certain amount of responsibility that people and parents have, you know, for the children right. and how they raise them and. Everyone wants to go after alcohol and, and I get it. I mean it kills tons of people on a yearly mm-hmm. basis. But you know, the people that are up in arms and shaking their fists at the alcohol ad or drive or in the drive-thru at fucking right, McDonald's, exactly, right. you know, feeding that shit feeding that shit to their kids.
1: Oh. <laughs> and, uh, not um, very good I for you either.
2: Cola's not very good for you either. Yeah. I mean I, I drink I
0: drink soda. I've been trying to drink right. less, but I know it's not right. good for me you know but i, I stopped eating mcdonald's cuz it uh, it literally it just it was making me feel right. terrible you know and as soon as i i stopped eating it i, I mm. actually felt better and you know like kind of like what i <laughs> like what yeah, i stopped drinking imagine that <laughs> i know it's like what wait a second so this could cause me mm. to feel bad <laughs> a big mac and a bottle of whiskey would <laughs> make me feel <laughs> good. maybe i should stop
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah so yeah. chris we're going we're gonna to hit you for another question. I mean, if not, I mean, we're at, I mean, God, we're at fifty fifty nine 59 minutes mm-hmm. now. But, uh, I mean, we, we filled the entire, this has been a, a total, a total Normie Chris episode. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, you know, what's going to, you know, what's going to be cool is this will be uh, out of all the stuff and all the heart and soul and all the th- shit that we poured out of our, out of our minds over the last 23 episodes. I'll bet you this will be the highest rated <laughs> episode we have. <laughs> And and it's cool because two things, it's that over time, I'm sure that and we've got plenty of stories and I, I don't know, we think we're interesting, but I'm sure over, over, <laughs> over time, maybe a, at about 18 or 19 episodes, just hearing our voices on here mm-hmm. was getting old, you know, so, um, but now, I mean, we have the ability of getting uh, not only a fresh voice, but, you know, somebody from the, the normie side of things. So I think this Absolutely. is Absolutely. Cool. So, what else you got there, so, Chris? So,
3: a family member of mine did go.
0: Wait, yeah. hang on one second. Mike, didn't didn't she say she wasn't prepared? Did she? You just pulled right. some fucking oh, list yeah, out I of your know. pocket a few minutes ago?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't prepared, but I've got a list of things here I want to speak about.
3: Thinking as you're talking. Right. That's cool. That no, go ahead. It's not no, just no, your just cats
2: that are dicks.
3: Right. <laughs> they do keep trying to jump on the phone.
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so a family member of mine did go through rehab, and she no longer uses that particular substance. But it was it was meth. But she had said that while she was using, even when she was first, like that first two weeks in rehab, she, like... She had like a, 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 for lack of a better term, love affair with this, with mess mm. and she would get offended when people would talk bad about it. Um, know, almost like it was almost like a, an entity to her. So, mm-hmm. did you feel that same way about alcohol or drugs? Like, you know, you loved it. Don't, don't speak ill of it.
2: Oh, absolutely. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um. If you truly go through this process, you grieve the loss of your best friend. You absolutely do. If, if you don't, you're not doing it right. You have to. Um, yeah, you know, uh, booze and, and drugs were, were, were my best friends. They were, they were everything to me. And the loss of them, yes, it, it was. I had to let them go just like uh, anybody, a friend dying, someone close to you that's not going to be in your life anymore. And um, to truly work this program, you have to go through that process. You know, and it's not easy, but yeah, <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. And anybody that says it's not, oh, it was just, you know, uh, it was a part of my, it wasn't everything. Now, if you're a real alcoholic and a real drug addict, it's everything. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I can see that totally. I mean, I never went through I don't know. I don't. I don't know you, you remember anybody like really bad mouthing the substances when we were at the Keating Center. I don't. <laughs> not even. Exactly. Not even like, one. Um. But
0: so to into Mike's point too, and we talked about when we were talking about music, we were talking about because we were told that right off the bat, people use that as an example that. Um, yeah, again, losing your losing your alcohol, losing your drugs was like losing a girlfriend, having mm-hmm. a relationship breakup. Um, you know, and then, then songs start to these songs that used to be breakup love songs, you start thinking about them from mm-hmm. a loose sense, you know? Um But I never would have I, first of all, I know I didn't, um, and I wouldn't have tried to defend it, because at the time, when we first got sober, I was too ashamed to be where mm. I was to have tried mm. to defend what how much right. it meant to me, um, but I knew, I mean, the into Mike's, Mike's exact point, is that certainly over time, I became to, I realized and admitted, you know, obviously, and, you know, came to grips with the fact and surrendered to the fact that, uh, that it, it was, it was my entire mm-hmm. life. And I've, I've known people over the years, and I'm sure you have too, that some people don't want to identify themselves as an alcoholic or a, or an addict because they don't want, they don't want that to be their, their entire, um, label they're worried about the label part of it which again i mean it doesn't mike and i have been clear about that i don't care because i it i, I need to know what i am and that sort of thing but um i don't know, it doesn't bother me and uh i could i could easily see if somebody was defending it i'd be looking back for a minute going damn i kind of that's kind of weird until i thought about it I'd be like eh, yeah
1: I, get mm-hmm. I guess i get mm-hmm. it
3: <laughs>
2: completely get it yeah
3: Yes, i Just listening to you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean yeah, it's I I and like like Mike said though that that made me laugh the most that nobody there was bad mouthing it because I think all of us at the time were just quietly thinking shit. We still want oh, yeah. Some of that.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's how she was. She you know wasn't like you don't know her. You know you don't you don't know meth. Right. But it was to herself. You know that you know. She was very defensive, and you know you don't know what it's like you don't know anything about it
2: right right and 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 I do see that in in the rooms and you know uh wolf well, Bill's an example he has no idea what meth is like he's never done it he doesn't know what heroin's like he's never done it um you know thankfully <laughs> I've done everything so I know what it's all like um <laughs> but yes you know people they 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 Yeah, you don't understand. You junkies don't understand what it's like to be a real alcoholic. You real alcoholics don't understand what it's like to be a junkie. You know what? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It is all the same. When it comes down to it, the big book says, the root of our troubles is selfishness and self-centeredness. We want to feel good all the time, and it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. You know, so, yeah, um... Bill doesn't understand what it's like to take that hit of heroin and how fucking wonderful it feels. Um, If he did, he would know. He would know how wonderful it feels. And it's, 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 (laughs) it's that when you're really jonesing for a drink and you get those first couple of pops in you and that warm glow comes over you, it's the same fucking thing. You know, you get that hit of Coke mm-hmm. in you and and those endorphins get released in your brain. It's the same fucking thing. You take that hit of meth and that rush hits you. It's the same thing. It's all the same.
0: Yeah. the, the only thing that I um, had I ever tried anything outside of alcohol um the only difference would have been is I would have been mm. dead for sure. <laughs> because um, I did a, and, and seriously, I did a really good job of trying to drink myself to death inadvertently, mm. you know, so if, if I went that hard on that and, you know, if I would have, I, I would have done, right. I know I would have, if I would have ever tried anything like that, I would have been like, whoa, little <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. wow, that stuff. And I, I, I would, yeah, I would have. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, that's the, that's the only thing I ever heard of, um, you know, people would say the people who are honest from the alcohol side of things is the, uh, they would say the, usually the only difference would be that, you know, um, it, it took me mm-hmm. longer to get to the point where somebody else might've gotten, gotten in the rooms at, at five years and it took right. me 20, you know, cause I was, and I, and I use quotes only drinking, right. you know, um, But I mean, had I used any sort of other substance, you know, any sort of drugs, um, I'm sure I would have, I would have joined the, either, either joined the rooms or been dead, you know, long, long, long ago. There was no doubt in my mind. So, And even to this point, I think, I I know I've told Mike this before, but once again, having never done any drugs, haven't smoked weed, anything like that, when, when I do my prayers, I always say um, that I'm powerless over alcohol Mm -hmm. and drugs because I know better, you know, and it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's, you know, whiskey, whether it would be cocaine or meth or start smoking weed, or I start huffing Mm -hmm. paint, one way or the other, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna get me, you know, and I know that I've got, I mean, I'm. I'm I'm a person that's that's addicted. I happen to be, you know, straight up alcohol, but it doesn't matter what it is. It's it to Mike's point, it's all the same. One way or the other, it's going to get me and it's going to it's going to light me up and it's going to make me feel good and I'm going to want right. to do it again.
2: And I will <laughs> hurt everybody around me to keep that fucking high going. <laughs> right, and I'll be hanging out at
0: fucking Sherman Williams yeah. all day. <laughs> why? I gotta go to Sherman Williams. I'm painting shit all over the place. I'm painting people's houses. They're like, "Why? Why do you need another can of paint?" I don't know. Why, a you of giving more
2: a, a blow job. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. you look mighty fine. You look mighty fine in them blue jeans. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> well, um I will ask you one more time, Chris, because I know Mike's answer, but we're at like uh almost an hour or ten. Um but anything else, and we can have you on again if you want, but uh, anything else you got questions about before we wrap up or um first of all, I mean I number one, I appreciate you taking the time. That's cool. Um, but you know, for again, I was joking, but for being unprepared, um I my personal opinion, I held a lot of really, really good questions. Thanks, so.
3: Thanks for having me on. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> the the oh. octave, she just went, oh. <laughs> 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 That's how you know Chris is happy. Oh, oh. I, know. I know when she's happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I knew that I knew that was on its way. Once again, I know. Train is never late. Oh. Great. <laughs> yeah, right on time. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, cool. So, um, Chris, once again, obviously, thank you. Uh, we, I obviously, we both appreciate you being on here, and hopefully, everyone enjoy this. We're going to do it again. Uh, whether it's obviously other people on here too, but uh, you know, Chris, you're you're welcome back. Obviously, whenever um, I think you're going to stick around, maybe another couple of years, from what we understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> you like that? You like that bald ass motherfucker yes. for some reason. Yeah, do shoot him again. <laughs> yeah, she's got she's got a trip right. planned. She at least got to hang well, out on Monday one a trip
3: planned in December, so he's at least got till then. So right,
0: I got Mexico oh, booked too. Okay. So yep, yeah. All right, yeah. So I got two things. Well, okay, Mike, so you're good for at least another. Yeah, what do you got here? <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, it's been it's been good. But uh, you know, I always ask Mike this question because it cracks me up. But Mike, yes. <laughs> anything else? Anything else on Not your mind? A goddamn thing. All right, brother. So um, now you get to you get to do your thing and get us all the hell right. out of here.
2: All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. Thank you, Chris, for joining us. I'll uh, show my appreciation later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and uh, for everyone else listening, uh, please leave us a good review. Give us five stars. Uh, you know, if you have any comments or questions, let us know through all the uh, – local, uh, regular channels, you know, please to go to sober, uh, click through, buy a t-shirt, coffee mug, whatever. Tell us, uh, tell us we're doing a good job. Tell us we're full of shit. Tell us whatever. Communicate. And, uh, as always, please be good to each other, be kind to each other, do something nice for somebody else and fuck off. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Chris, um, obviously, again, thank you, Mike. You know,
0: we'll talk soon, and uh, I love you both. Love you, too. All
3: right, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, sobernotmature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.